What's up, y'all? I got a dance deal for you, Chicago. Hubbard Street Dance heats up the Harris Theater stage with its spring series of joy next week. Now, this is some of the most dynamic, cutting-edge contemporary dance made by the world's leading choreographers right here in Chicago. I'm excited for Echoes of Our Ancestors by Maria Torres, among other creators. But you can only catch it for three performances between May 17th and May 19th. Luckily, CityCast Chicago listeners can get tickets in any section for 20% off using code CityCast online or over the phone. Visit HubbardStreetDance.com for details and use code CityCast. Today on CityCast Chicago, the doomsday clock is pretty much what it sounds like. It's an image of a clock counting down to, well, doomsday. The end of the world, human catastrophe. The doomsday clock was invented here in Chicago, and the timekeepers just announced it's the closest it's ever been to midnight. We learn why. It's Wednesday, February 2nd. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. The doomsday clock is maintained by the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists, which created the clock 75 years ago. Rachel Bronson is the president of the Bulletin. Rachel, welcome to CityCast Chicago. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm going to be real with you. The Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists. Like, that sounds like James Bond and the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists. Yeah. Like, you got to tell me what is that. We come out of the Manhattan Project, right? We come out of the scientists who created uh, nuclear weapons. They recognized that this was going to change not only warfare as we knew it, but humanity as we knew it. That this new technology, in terms of like cracking the atom and harnessing its energy, was going to bring like enormous benefits, right? So radiation therapies for cancer, the ability to electrify the planet in their mind at that time, but it also was creating nuclear weapons, which had the possibility for the first time ever for humanity to destroy itself. They saw that coming. We knew the world would not be the same. I remembered the line from the Hindu scripture, the Bhagavad Gita. Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. I suppose we all thought that one way or another. And so they began writing and desperately to, quote-unquote, educate the public about nuclear risk. As they see nuclear technology get to this weaponized place, they realize we have created our potential doomsday. And out of that comes the doomsday clock. What exactly are we talking about when we say the doomsday clock? What is that tracking? What does it mean by doomsday? So Martil Langsdorf was a landscape oil painter here in Chicago, and she was married to Alexander Langsdorf, a Manhattan Project scientist who helps found the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists. It's now 1947, and they're like, We're, we need to create a magazine. That's the way you now commute with, communicate with people, and we need a cover. So they asked her to create something. And so she thinks about what can convey the urgency, the, the fear, the concern. And she creates on the first cover of our magazine a clock. The whole clock is just the, the top left corner of the clock. And she sets it at seven minutes to midnight. So we started. We this started. They started. They was like, hey, right, just, right. just to let you know, we, we already on the way 
towards the to the shits. We're about seven minutes away. Just just to let you all know. But she does that right because that's what that's what it feels like in 1947, and then in 1949. The Soviets, now the Russians, but then the Soviets, they test their atomic bomb. And he moves it. He moves the hand of the clock from seven to five minutes. President Truman's dramatic announcement that Russia has created an atomic explosion sends reporters racing for Flushing Meadow, where Russia's Vashinsky arrives to address... And the then United in 1953, both the U.S. and the Soviets test hydrogen bombs. History turns its most ominous page far out in mid-Pacific, where in the enemy talk at all, the world's most awesome weapon is ready for detonation. Much more powerful than the atomic bombs were, and that was terrifying. Hydrogen bombs... He moves it to three minutes to midnight. The ball of fire is three miles across as it shatters both land and sea. The shockwave races... And suddenly the static art concept moves between... It starts becoming dynamic, and it starts taking on this meaning. What are the experts telling us that things are getting better or worse? So the things we focus on now are nuclear risk and climate change. So we added climate... In 2007. Around 2007, we had already started having small rumblings of like, hey, not only do we have the ability to kill ourselves through nuclear weapons at any given moment, but we've had a sustained effort at killing ourselves throughout the Industrial Revolution. That's right. Absolutely. And, and, the, and the bulletin, even though we weren't factoring it into the clock, we had been covering this. So by 1978, we have a cover story on our magazine saying, are humans changing the climate? You open it and it's like, we say yes. Now what we do is we set the clock every year in January and we always issue a statement so that you can see why did we set the clock where we did. Do you think the addition of different threats muddles the message of the clock. Because when I think of nuclear arsenals, I think of that as something that is obviously here now and at any moment could cause catastrophe. When I think of climate science or climate change, I think of that being here now, but a sort of sustained, we are moving towards that one way or another. How do you all like work to put them on this sort of simultaneous clock? So the clock is set by the Science and Security Board of the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists. I ask them, one, is humanity safer or at greater risk this year compared to last year? And is humanity safer or at greater risk this year compared to the last 75 years we've been asking this question? The doomsday clock is a very blunt instrument, and that is answering a very blunt question. And and we're asking people who are used to working in subtleties and nuance to just lay it on the line. Do you think it's worse, better, or about the same? The clock was set at 100 seconds to midnight in 2020, in part because of what we're seeing with the COVID-19 pandemic, which is now entering its third year. You just announced that's where it's remaining for this year. What drove that decision? COVID has been really interesting because we don't see it at the moment as an existential threat, but we do see it as an example of how poorly prepared we are to deal with global challenges. We did see some bright spots. We did see the the administration in, in the United States now like recognizing climate as an existential threat and bringing scientists back into the political process. 
But there were a lot of worrisome trends. The U.S.-Russian relations are still very, very dangerous. We can see that happening in the Ukraine now. So when we weighed the bright spots and we weighed the, the kind of new developments, we didn't feel prepared to move it away from midnight. And we didn't see it as dramatically worse to move it towards midnight. 100 seconds to midnight is very dangerous, but we felt that that number still conveyed the world that we were in, and much of what we were saying remains true. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you could transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. Did people, particularly leaders, respond to the clock the way it was intended when it initially came out, or did they just blow it off as another art project? First of all, the intent is really to engage the public. You know, it's permeated cult our culture. You see it in movies. But we do see uh, world leaders using it. So uh, Boris Johnson most recently, when he was at the climate summit in Glasgow, he said... Humanity has long since run down the clock on climate change. It's one minute to midnight on that doomsday clock, and we need to act now. We had a you know shootout, and no, 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 you got the time wrong. It's 100 seconds. But he, it becomes an entrance ramp into a very complicated conversation. So we've seen it on the floors of parliament used. We see it used at the UN, and we see it in popular culture. Do you feel that it's been a more or less accurate metaphor for where we are? Do you feel, or do you feel like it's a hyper dramatic example of existential threat? I think it's hyper dramatic in the sense that it certainly catches your attention. Um, we get a number of reactions, as you can imagine. The worst are the ones where, you know, we get a note. I've got a letter. Literally, it said, you scared the shit out of my 10-year-old daughter. Are you happy? And at the time, my daughter was 10. And it's devastating. Like, of course, I'm not happy about that. And But the flip side of this, too, is we get letters, as I got from a 30-year-old that same year. She wrote and she said, thank you. I know things are going in the wrong direction. Thank you for, for allowing me to know I'm not crazy. Rachel, when I think about a clock, I think about inevitability. It's eventually going to get there for every other clock. How can a person look at the doomsday clock and take hope out of that when they know reality time doesn't go backwards? 
this is a metaphor. We can set it back. We can move it back. We can reset the time. And so the clock has moved forward towards midnight and away from midnight throughout its 75-year history, going back as far as 17 minutes to midnight in uh, 1991 at the end of the Cold War, and as close to midnight as 100 seconds where we are now. So it started at seven minutes, and you're saying in 1991, did it jump the full 10 minutes back, or had it been gradually moving back towards 17? What I do know is it has moved away from seven. It had been 10 minutes. It had been five minutes. It had been 12 minutes. And that's what the original artist, I think, was trying to convey. We have agency in this. If we don't do anything, it will strike midnight. That is the apocalypse. But we do have agency, and we are able to to move it back. And that's really what the call of the clock is. Just to push back on that a little bit of, like, do we have agency? When I think of climate change and nuclear arms, I think of Exelon and Russia and Saudi Arabia and the United States, not Rachel and Jacoby. How how can an average person feel agency up against major corporations and, and nation states? We have to be talking about these issues. We all have influence in our communities defined by us and what our community is, whether it's where you're picking your kid up from from school, whether it's, um, you know, in your church, synagogue or mosque, whether it's uh, at a a company that you work for, it really kind of ladders up. So, for example, I think we should all be asking our political leaders at the local level, why are we about to spend $1.2 trillion dollars? on nuclear weapons when I can't even go outside without putting my life at risk. You know, I, I don't, I want poo poo, like don't litter or whatever like that. You know, like if we all ate a little less meat, if we all walked a little bit more, it really does have an enormous impact. And we've been seeing that registered regularly. Rachel, before I let you go, I just want you to humor me on one final question. It's not really humor because it's a, it's a, it's a doozy. If you had to put your money on it, what do you think is going to be the doomsday of humanity? As humans, we have so much ingenuity and so much ability to, to, to harness all that's good, and we can't stop working towards it because we're frustrated. We can create a safer, healthier, more secure planet, and it's our obligation to do that in however we define Uh, those goals. Rachel Bronson is the president and CEO of the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists, the producers of the Doomsday Clock. Rachel, thank you for making time for CityCast Chicago today. Thank you so much. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Governor J.B. Pritzker's State of the State address is scheduled for today. The governor is expected to announce about a billion dollars in sales, gas, and property tax relief. Pritzker will also begin making his big re-election push by playing up his handling of the COVID-19 pandemic. The Chicago Sun-Times is officially under the Chicago public media umbrella. We've talked to a ton of journalists from both newsrooms and hope this $61 million deal will bring more sustainability to Chicago journalism. An offender has been charged with felony hate crimes for anti-Semitic vandalism on a synagogue and high school in West Rogers Park. Have some good news to get you through. Today is a very special holiday here at CityCast, and I'm not talking about Groundhog Day. No, today is our amazing producer Simone Alisea's birthday. 
Seriously, the City Cash Chicago train does not move without the homie Baloney from Seattle. Happy B Day, Simone. Ahead of another holiday, Valentine's Day, we're collecting your Chicago love stories, your love for Chicago, your love in Chicago, all things Chicago plus love. To share yours, check out the details in our newsletter. As always, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Great energy for a doomy, gloomy and doomy conversation. So I appreciate you.